Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Vinyl Countdown, the podcast where I, Jeremy Levine, break down my favorite vinyl releases from cover to cover and everything in between. On this week's special uh, bonus uh, Tuesday episode, um, I will be discussing my favorite releases of the year, and um, as per usual, I guess giving an arbitrary uh, score and and award for uh, album of the year. So, um, going slightly against my usual format, I don't actually own all of these on vinyl yet. One is pre-ordered and I'm waiting on it. And the other is, um, <clears throat> I'm just waiting, uh, to find one that I can get for a reasonable price. So without further ado, the contenders are Pup with Morbid Stuff, uh, Lingua Ignata with Caligula, Caligula, oh god damn it, Caligula, okay, I think I said that right, Uh, Origami Angel and their stellar debut album, Somewhere City, Uh, Fuming Mouth and their excellent debut as well, The Grand Descent, and finally, uh, one that has actually caused a, uh, I wouldn't say controversy, but there's been some debate amongst people who uh, are doing uh, year-end lists I've seen on... um, on Instagram and Twitter, I've seen a few things where um, Touche Amore and their re-recording of their first album, uh, To the Beat of a Dead Horse, the uh, the reimagining uh, called Dead Horse X. And, you know, it's, um, <clears throat> as you know, anybody knows, if you've listened to the the episode I did on that one, or if you just are a Touche Amore fan, um, you know, it was redone with, it was, it was a re-recording of their first album like a slight reimagining just with their current lineup, you know, so it makes it, it's new for this year, but it's, it's like, I don't know, others say is the same, it's the same song, so it shouldn't count as a new release or whatever, but you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm putting it on my list because it was, it was an incredible enough album and redoing of an already seem what I thought was a perfect album and, and couldn't get any, any better. It got better. So I'm gonna put it on the list. So, um, I would say <clears throat> honorable mentions. Uh, I'd go with La Dispute and their album Panorama, uh, American Football with LP3, and kind of a late late entry into the field uh, counterparts with uh, Nothing Left to Love. Now um, these albums are all great in their own right. Uh, you know, each kind of bring a different uh, style and genre to the table, and um, but. You know, I, I don't know. It, it's any other year, I feel like, you know, American football and a lot of dispute would have been in the top two or three, or if not number one, right? But this year was the other albums were so good. And these, like, I like them, but I really haven't, like, listened to them and been like, oh, I want to hear it again. I want to hear it again. I want to dive into it and really, really, like, get into it. Like, that's not quite, um, I don't know, it didn't quite do that for me, you know, so again, that's why they're uh, honorable mentions, and with uh, Counterparts, you know, I, I, I listened to an album, I think, before from them, or at least most of one, and I liked it, and then this record came out, and I also liked, I liked the album, I've probably heard it like twice all the way through, um, <clears throat> but I feel like it's not, um, I don't know, it's, it's not a, a release or a band even that I'm like super into or whatever, so it's hard to to put them in the top five, 
you know. But uh, it is a really, really solid album, though. Like, it's not bad at all. It's just that I think the other albums are just so much better, you know. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, on to morbid stuff. It's uh, just, like I said in the morbid stuff episode oh so long ago, it is infinitely replayable. Uh, the lyrics are relatable. You know, they, um, as a band, they sound just more confident and just better than they ever have. And, you know, they, there's also the like real self-depreciating humor, um, you know, covering depressive themes and, but doing it under a, I wouldn't say a bright, you know, uh, veneer, but it's like a, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of pop punkish, you know, but it's, it's still just so heavy. I guess it's, I, I've I said a lot about it on, on the episode. I mean, but it's an incredible record, you know. So that's my first first entry. Uh, Caligula is um, from Lingua, Lingua Ignata. Is a um, it's hard to describe what it is, like how it sounds. Like it's to tell somebody about it. it it's better to say just just listen to it because it's hard to categorize. Um, it's haunting is one way to put it. Uh, just like an ethereal experience that's, I feel like it's better suited to listening like with like really good headphones or whatever, like really taking it all in and, uh, you know, so that you can really immerse yourself in a uh, Kristen Hader. That's who, uh, Lingua Ignata is, you know, her voice and the atmosphere she creates with the album is just, it's, Unlike anything I've ever heard, which I guess, I feel like is saying something because I've, I've heard a lot of music and, you know, there's metal influences like I've seen it listed as, you know, there's noise rock, there's this avant-garde, you know, power violence, whatever, all these different things and all these weird things all thrown together and it's just, it's fucking great. Um, and I actually had one in my cart, a the baby blue or light blue uh, pressing of the record, but it sold. <laughs> so I need to go back and find another one. Um, I, I put it in my cart and I meant to buy it and I just, I didn't. So <clears throat> uh, it would get its own episode when I finally get the record in my hands. So um, Fuming Mouth, again, just an, an amazing blend of, you know, death metal, hardcore, um, like sludge, just real heavy. It, it's, it is for me, it was my favorite, like, heavy release, I think, of the, of the year, like, it's a, it's a mishmash of stylings, all done extremely well, and also, uh, which is really cool, uh, written by one guy, uh, Mark Whelan, the lead singer, also wrote the drum, guitar, and bass parts for the record as well, so, knowing that, and hearing it all together, that's pretty fucking cool, like, he's a very talented guy, and, um, Again, I go fairly in depth on uh, on the uh, the Fuming Mouth episode, so go back and check that out if you hadn't. Um, and you know, like I said, if if you like anything heavy at all, you like good music, get that out, check it out. Um, so, next up, Touche Amore's <laughs> Dead Horse X. So, again, <clears throat> um, the, the the debate on whether it could be included or not is, you know, I don't care. It's too good. It's too good not to include it, you know, uh, and you know, it's, it's my podcast, so I can do whatever I want, but if, you know, I feel like, let's say 
if this record had come out this year, if, if it was brand new, like these are brand new songs, I feel like it would have been my my record of the year, right? But um, I can, I can go ahead and say now, it it's not going to win, but it is definitely, it, it's in the top five, you know? Um, and again, I did an episode on it, so uh, where I go further into the differences in the songs and, uh, you know, some of the things that came with this, and they, they always put incredible care into the packages they, like the, the, the box sets or like the special editions or whatever. They're always really awesome. So <clears throat> this was no exception. It's great. Um, but you know, so last, but certainly not least, uh, a relatively late entry, the, um, origami angel with somewhere city came out like, I think over Thanksgiving or like right after Thanksgiving. So it's been out for a month, but, uh, this record is so fucking good. Like, it's like pop punk emo, I guess you want to call it that. But then like there's blast beats and there's all this other crazy shit just kind of thrown together. Uh, there's some <clears throat> I've noticed like uh, as far as uh, the guitar tone and some other sounds like it's very um, like tiny moving parts esque. Maybe maybe some like follow Troy thrown in like there's a there's a lot. There's a lot going on, but they pull it together uh I don't know. They do it really well. Like they, there's so many elements that you've like, you've probably heard before, just maybe not put together in this sort of package, you know, at least in my opinion. So uh, I've actually got that one pre-ordered and it will ship in February, I believe. Uh, I also got the uh, cassette for my son Spencer because, you know, we're a cool ass family. We like, you know, fun shit, but he, he, he really loves that album too. But, um, you know, again, when the time comes and I finally get my hands on, on the actual physical album, I will do an episode on it like ASAP. Uh, and again, like I said earlier, you know, the uh, American Football Lot of Dispute, uh, very good, solid records, but just didn't like, I don't know, didn't really grab me and just like take me on a journey the way their like prior releases have. So, you know, honorable mentions, not bad. They're still like, you know, six and seven, I guess. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, counterparts to same thing, you know, not super, not super familiar with them and the field's so crowded. It's like, you know, I want to put them in there, but like, yeah, they'll, they'll go at eighth. It's fine. So here it is the moment you've all been waiting for my album of the year <clears throat> for 2019 going with the drum roll pup. With morbid stuff. Now, I've been saying this uh, since the album released. Since I mean, I even said it on the episode, on the pub episode. I was like, "This is my album of the year." Like, that's nothing's going to change my mind. And <clears throat> that was more or less true. I mean, there, there was again there were th- these other records came out, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I need to rethink all that. Um, but what's funny is. The Origami Angel episode or Origami Angel album came out so strong that I, I almost switched my vote, and <clears throat> that's saying something because it's it's only been out a month, but I've been playing it almost every day for a month, and it's fucking great. So uh, here are my uh, two through five: Origami Angel, number two, uh, Fuming Mouth at number three. 
Lingua Ignata at number four, and Touche Amore at fifth. Uh, I will say they're extremely close, and honestly, they could flip flop from day to day. Like that's not set in stone. Um, <clears throat> I will say though, Touche Amore, like if if it if this were an original album, it was it was all brand new songs, and they sounded like this, and they were these songs, it probably would have won. But it is a rehash. But it's still just it's so great. It had to be on the list, you know. Um, and just like that, you know, quick episode. Um, that's that's it for me. The review is done. Um, be pretty awesome if you want to. Uh, if you if you know you listen to the episode, you want to continue this um conversation on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. You know, I'll have the um the links and everything in the description of the of this episode to all those different places. So, you know, come on down, talk to me, you know, let's, uh, let's have some discussions on it. Um, so with these, again, if you don't have them already, you know, buy them, stream them, like listen to them somehow because they are all just marvelous pieces of art, right? It's just, it's incredible. You know, um, I just want to thank everybody. Um, just for listening this year, you know, I started this podcast back in June and it's gotten me, um, you know, it's taken me places that I didn't even think, um, were going to be possible (laughs) with the podcast. Like the, the biggest one obviously was getting to, uh, interview Jeff Rickley from Thursday, which that was kind of like, he was like the final boss, like on the, the, um, the big tower, like when you're playing Mortal Kombat and like, you know, uh, Shang Tsung is like on the very top and you, you go down and fight all these lesser fighters to get to him. Like that's Jeff Rickley. He's at the top and I got him first. <laughs> so that was crazy. And, uh, you know, just started up the YouTube channel, uh, started posting videos there. They're getting a pretty decent response and, uh, I have some stuff working for 2020 that I think will be pretty awesome too. That's centered around the podcast. And it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that all of this came out of just, a random idea of me wanting to, to talk about my record collection, you know? So I'm really, um, really grateful and really appreciative of that. And everybody that's listened, everybody that shared it, uh, just keep doing it. I, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, and, and as always, you know, rate review, uh, subscribe on, um, iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And, um, Again, Variant Corner <clears throat> Variant Corner 2.0 on YouTube. Uh, search the uh, Vinyl Countdown podcast on YouTube, or uh, I will have the link in the description as well. So, um, yeah, do that. Be great. I'd love to uh, hear what you all think about that uh, and the, you know that weird that expansion and you know all the branching out I'm trying to do this year uh, or going into 2020. And um, yeah, I guess one quick thing too, which this. It will get an episode on its own, but I thought about this and the uh, album of the decade, which is a, that's a big one. That's a, like, holy shit, it's a lot of 10 years worth of awesome music. You know, what album for me stood out, like, above all the rest and made an impact like no other? And the I kept going back to the same album every time I have this conversation with people or I try to, you know, think of it myself or whatever. Touche Amore's uh, Stage 4 is, for me, the album of the decade. Like, it's... <clears throat> I can't... I don't want to go into it here, but just it's... F- 
fucking perfect. The most perfect of an album like I've ever heard, almost. Like, it's incredible. So, that will get an episode on its own soon, I promise. But, um, anyway, in the meantime, I will uh, want you all to stay safe, you know. Uh, New Year's coming up, everybody, you know, don't drink and drive. You know, we have Lyft here. I think we have Uber now. Like, you know, or wherever you are, you know, find a way to get to where you're going, have fun, but also get home, you know. Um, and... I actually will be taking a break. That's why I'm releasing this on Tuesday. Uh, I won't be back with an episode this Thursday, uh, but actually the next Thursday on the 9th of January. So uh, with that, this has been The Vinyl Countdown, and I'm Jeremy Levine, as always. Um, you know, I hope to be in your ears on January 9th. So thanks again, everybody. Take care. Bye.